Welcome to This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Now is your chance to get caught up in all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. Now here's your host, Gene Destro. This week, how Google is adapting and improving search and YouTube to provide accurate health information during the pandemic, hot new cars that kill the virus, and robots that serve beer and deliver donuts. All this and more coming up. Google is making changes to ensure they're giving out safe and accurate information during the pandemic. To find out more, we talked to Dr. David Feinberg, who is their vice president of Google Health. First, we asked him to explain exactly what Google Health is and what they do. I lead a team of about a few hundred folks that are focused on improving the health of everyone. And we try to do that by making sure we have authoritative information when you come to us at Search or YouTube or when you look up maps or where's an urgent care or a doctor near me. And we're also building tools that help doctors take better care of patients, whether that's helping organize patients' medical records so it's easier to find, did you have that test done? And we also have some great technology that allows uh, our computer vision to help doctors reading mammographies, the retina, the back of the eye, any kind of vision piece, we're using our computer vision to help doctors improve their accuracy. I see. And right now, your focus is on providing accurate information about the pandemic? Oh, absolutely. We really, really want to promote authoritative information when you come to Google and type in COVID or if you typed in any symptoms like coughing or difficulty smelling. We want to make sure that that information is from trusted sources, like the World Health Organization, the CDC. We partner with Mayo Clinic so that when you come there, you get the right type of information. And we've even focused on the mental health component of that type of information. So I understand there's some new tools that you're promoting or at least some new results from Google search having to do with anxiety related to COVID-19? Yeah, we feel that the COVID-19 has really been a perfect storm in some ways for stressors. Everyone's worried about the infection. Everybody is, knows somebody or is actually suffering from job loss. There's a lot of economic insecurity. There's food insecurity. Social distancing can lead to social isolation. So even before the pandemic, we're talking about 48 million Americans that are showing signs and symptoms of anxiety, for example. Now, and this is from last week, the Census Bureau, so that one out of three Americans having symptoms of anxiety and depression. So if you were to come to us today looking for something like anxiety disorder or anxiety, in addition to those blue links that everyone is familiar with, this knowledge panel on the right side of the search result tells you authoritative information on anxiety and we added a screening tool. So this screening tool is a way for people to privately and securely answer some questions. And this is on a clinically validated instrument where do they rank as far as do they have a high risk or low risk for an anxiety disorder? So this is a tool that you get to through search. It's not something that you have to download. It's not a separate app. Yeah, that's exactly right. So just through search, you could get to this anxiety screener and then you're given information that increases your understanding and then provides you informational resources about what could come next. Well, what if I'm concerned about the privacy of my own information? Like maybe I might shy away from putting 
in things that could be recognizable about me having to do with my health? What if I'm concerned about my privacy using your tool? Jean, great question. All of your answers and the results are private and secure. We don't collect or share any of the answers. The only thing that we do keep track of is the number of people that actually filled out the survey, and we also keep track of, of those that started the survey, how many completed. What we really want to do is to get the time between people having thoughts that they may have a mental illness and into treatment. We want to decrease that amount of time. And we felt that having the screener gives people that kind of information, oh, maybe I do need help, and then get resources. But all of your answers and results are private and secure. We don't collect any of that. So if I use your tool then and I say, you know, I'm feeling anxious, I'm feeling depressed, then the kind of results that you give me will connect me to local resources, the people that I can call for help? It's actually both. So you get both local and national resources. You know, we also have screeners for depression and for post-traumatic stress disorder. We actually also have a COVID-19 screener. But for depression, for example, one of the results that you would get would be local options, but you'd also get national ones like the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. What we've been focusing on so far is on the search side of it, but Google also owns YouTube. And there's been some question about some of the information that people can access on YouTube. Are you doing something new and different to make sure that what people get concerning COVID-19, depression, anxiety, et cetera, on YouTube is accurate? Absolutely. So our team, both on search and YouTube, really tries to prioritize authoritative sources and use partners to to make sure you're seeing that type of information. And on YouTube, we actually do take down, we've taken down thousands of videos that may be harmful or give information that's really going to hurt folks when they look for questions about COVID-19 or anything, actually. So the team has spent a tremendous amount of time making sure that the information on YouTube is safe. At a Honda plant in central Ohio, they're retrofitting some of their brand new minivans with protective panels and modifying ventilation systems to protect drivers from catching COVID-19 from people riding in the back. So far, they've sold 10 of them to the city of Detroit. Ford is also modifying some of their vehicles to better safeguard the health of people who use them. CNET's Brian Cooley tells us how. Ford has an interesting trick to kill viruses turn up the heat. A new technology it developed with Ohio State University runs the engine hotter, then uses that heat to crank up the temp inside the car, up to a level you'd never sit in, 133 degrees. After 15 minutes, odds are nothing's left alive inside, including viruses. But that's also why this tech will probably never come to civilian cars. Police agencies are best suited to this, following a schedule when cars are between patrols. While the 15-minute bake is happening, the car lets you know by flashing a special pattern on its hazard and tail lights. Now, this process doesn't completely replace disinfecting with antibacterials, but 99% virus deactivation sounds pretty good to me. And it's not just to sell new police cars. It's available as a retrofit on 13 to 19 Explorer police vehicles. High-tech cars and modern driving at CoolionCars.com. And as businesses all over the world reopen and try to modify operations to keep surfaces clean for customers and employees, there's a bar in Spain that's taking it to a whole new level with a robot bartender. 
CBS's Brian Banmiller reports. At a bar in Seville called the Crazy Gypsy is a giant robotic arm nicknamed Captain Hook. He first made his debut when bars and restaurants around the country were given the go-ahead to reopen. It works by reaching over to a beer dispenser, holding a plastic cup underneath it, and filling it up with your beverage of choice. Once done, Captain Hook places the beer on the counter for the customer to pick up. The bar owner says he bought the robot before the pandemic, but forgot about it until now. He quickly realized the robot is useful to keep things sterile and safe for customers. Plus, it's a gimmick to get people inside. If robots are going to take over the world, they can at least pour us a drink first. Brian Banmiller, CBS News. And out in San Francisco, donuts are going high-tech. Ken Molestina from KTVT has more. It's not just the donuts that attract the young and the old at the Hertz Donut Shop in Frisco. You want to see the robots? You love robots? You want to see the robots? It's the fleet of Starship robots that line up for delivery. So I thought it would just be a better experience, new experience for our customers. Owner Keith Selby says it's not just cool, but it's also safe. It was just the next uh, transition and trying to uh, be safe for our customers, touchless. The donuts are put into a basket. It's programmed to deliver to homes within a two-mile radius, and off it goes. Hello, here's your delivery. It costs around $1.99 per delivery. It's very futuristic, but it's, it's here today. And that's it for now. Stay happy and healthy, and we'll see you again next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Tune in next week for more tech news on 93.5-1590-WAKR and WAKR.net. <laughs>